Welcome to the American Hard Enduro Podcast. In the wheel. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is Will, Drew, McLaren, and Ryder LeBlonde at the, what are we at? The Nightmare at Hail Mountain, the Seer The Seer Riders. Three. Yeah, round three. Okay, McLaren has a question for Ryder. How'd you get so good? A lot of riding and getting on Team DRT. It's all there is to it. What was the second part of your question? <laughs> who was, made him so good? Who made him so good? Was it... Was it Chuck? Oh, it was a combination of everyone. <laughs> it was mostly Kirby. Oh, oh, here we go. You're starting to sound like someone else I know. You're sidestepping. <laughs> We're going sideways. Okay, so... We just finished the nightmare at Hell Mountain. Um, it is really dark. It is dark. It started. The thing started at six o'clock. We raced for three hours, and um, Ryder put on a show again. I mean, you're three for three with Sear this yep. year. Yep. He got the whole shot. Did you get the whole shot? You know it. So the second round, he did not get the whole shot. But this round was a Le Mans style. So I feel like it favors young knees a lot. And 130 pounds. Oh, excuses. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the race. How was it? Yeah, like Seg off to whole shot and led from start to the end. But it wasn't all smooth. Had some issues with lights throughout the race. But once we got that figured out, just kind of maintained. I think it was about four or five minutes ahead most of the race. So just maintained that and won. Did Nick ever – did you ever see Nick? No, I don't think I ever saw him, no. Okay, all right, because you were gone. Quinn was in second. I was in third. Then Nick came around us. Well, Nick was back with behind me off the start, and he went by me. So I'm, I'm thinking he was probably 10th or 12th early on. Gotcha. And he was putting on moves on everybody, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't even know it was Nick behind me. He gave me a little rev, and I'm like, thought it was someone else. I'm like, I'm not moving. And then he shoots around me, and I'm like, all right, Nick, you're good. Because Quinn was right in front of me, and he got rid of Quinn, yeah. and he was gone. But actually, I didn't think I he was going to run Nick, you down. I think Nick was actually right on me going into logarithm or whatever that one where yep. they threw all the logs in is called. Yep. Yeah. I think he was right on me, and then I don't know if he got stuck or something, but never saw anyone after that. So, so go ahead. What did you think of the traction today? First lap was great. And then second lap came to the first oh. gnarly spot, and I was like, this is completely different. Okay, so I figured out that any rock that had tire marks on it was slicker okay. than butter. So I guess since you were the first guy through there, the first lap was good. Yeah, for sure. Being the first one through on the first lap helped. And then after that, I can see what a lot of guys had to go through the second lap, and or their first lap me going through my second lap but the first lap did you have trouble finding the course or seeing what was on the ground like i'd hit a rock i'd never even saw um a couple spots i hit some stuff but not, overall i think i followed there it was pretty well i struggled more in the dark than anything so you're saying i have old man eyes yep <laughs> so we Ryder and i walked it felt like we walked five miles of the course yeah chance, chance baker and i said we're not walking down that far we got a race in like two hours we're lazy but but we ended up walking two to three of the gnarlier creek sections did you do you think that helped oh for sure there was one spot that we didn't walk and actually cost me a little bit of time the one lap i got screwed up on it but yeah on those sections i knew all the good lines or at least tried to hit all the good lines and I think it definitely helps. Were you able to actually remember some of that stuff and hit them? Ah, uh, most of them. I changed my lines up a little bit just 
could have got slick, but overall I think I took mostly the same lines I looked at. Nice. Anything, Drew? So, how many laps did you end up doing? It was a three-hour race, started at six, supposed to end at ten. Any idea how many laps you did? I feel like five and a half. You lapped me early. And I don't know if that's bad on me or good on you, but I was surprised you caught me that quick. Yeah. I bet he lapped me earlier than he lapped you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, so I don't know how many laps we ended up doing. I think it was like five and a half, maybe six. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, yeah, because you did – we both got to the start basically to complete a lap and then to the first check because they've got checkpoints here. So uh, so what's next for Ryder LeBlanc? I think we're going up to Michigan. I think that's the next one. The Wait, Moose? Hold on. What? What's going on tomorrow in California? Oh, last dog. Yeah. Might, well, I was supposed to – I was going to try flying there tonight, but that didn't happen. No red eye? Yeah. Uh, it's I not a red eye out of Huntsville? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> I, I don't even know what town. New Hope? Were you New Hope? <laughs> um, yeah. New Market. New Market. There it is. This this place is actually like right on the Tennessee-Alabama line. So Cowan, Tennessee is the closest maybe? maybe. So I know Huntsville is where we had a good buddy, Chris Collier. He broke his collarbone this evening. I, apparently, it was a tenth of, tenth of a mile off the start. So Ooh. they said there's a hospital closer, but it's not that good. So go to Huntsville for the hospital. So he's down there getting checked out. Uh, oh, wow. So we're going to go get any idea who got second, third? I think Nick got second and Quinn third, maybe. All right. All right. We'll go talk to them now. Right. Well, and, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Hey, good luck. Thanks in a lot, Ryder. Wherever you go next. Thank you. Anybody you need to thank? Oh, yeah, the whole no, Delula race even. team and <laughs> Drew Kirby. Oh, there it is. Um, let's see, let's look at the man. Yeah, look at the man. All, All washed up. up. We can't forget CD, that one. XC gear, fly racing. Yeah. Man, just everyone. All right, awesome. Good job. Oh, hey. hu- wait, forgot the name. Husqvarna. Oh, yeah, Husqvarna. Yeah. Timmy, we need some more parts. And you're wearing a, <laughs> you're wearing a pretty sweet hat right now, so. Oh, yeah. He already thanked me. He didn't thank us, though. All right. <laughs> Congrats. Later. because I got I was not ready to roll what's up y'all <laughs> we're over here with Nick Fanger he's got uh, his grill going got the grill going second place at the nightmare at Hell Mountain first question the water tank you have in the back of your van that feeds your pressure washer does it just feed it with gravity I have a 12 volt uh, like RV pump it's like a I think it's a 60 psi 3 gallon per minute pump Wow, that was technical. How, how many gallons is your tank? 33. So all you ladies out there, he's got a 33-gallon tank. Yeah, I can bathe you before I van you. <laughs> Fair enough. And then pressure wash them? <laughs> yeah. And then ah, yes. full service. We, I've got an electric pressure washer. I call it my Prius because <laughs> it, it runs off my Jenny. And, uh, yeah, I got a shower. It's good. It's good. Keeping it clean. I like to roll home with a clean tank. So, <laughs> what uh, you know? What do you think of this course here? <laughs> no, hold on. Before we go there, hold on. McLaren Kirby is here with us. She wants to ask Nick a question before we really get into it. How did you feel when you were riding? I was disappointed in the traction, and I had a hard time having fun. <laughs> so the traction was the reason you didn't have fun. It was surprisingly slick. Which we've talked to Ryder, and we talked to. Quinn, and they said the same thing. Yeah, I mean, no, but Ryder said the first lap 
before he was on it, he's like, the traction was great. But then once tires were on anything, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I – mean, I, I saw the weather. I knew I'd raced here last year in the rain. So it's like, okay, it, it's going to be better than that. The forecast was dry, so I set up my moose like not crazy soft. And, uh, you know, off the start, I was ripping. I kind of got a crummy start. And uh, I was just <laughs> – Yeah, I, I, got, I was ahead of you. And I, I saw you just pinball some guys going into like I don't know the fifth turn down when we went down that chute Turning down into the creek. There, I've skinned my knuckle on the bottom of somebody's handlebar because I was just <laughs> I was bullying my way to. The, I mean, it's race. You know, yeah, I got a bad start. So. so, why did you get a bad start? So like I showed up like kind of just in time to start the race, and then they did a Le Mans start where you had to prop the bike up on a kickstand. A what? A Le Mans start, Le Mans. Le Mans? Whatever, dude. You do like the men's, apparently. <laughs> no, no, no. So anyway, you had to get use a kickstand and then run to the bike for the start. I do you have know. a kickstand? I didn't have a kickstand because I have a I have a pre-owned bike from Cody Webb, and he takes kickstands off because he thinks he's factory. So anyway, he wants his God, bike to be light. Light. Yeah. Light. So I heard from, was it Quinn? I don't know. Said, <laughs> he said he said they said 10 seconds he looks over and nick's got his helmet off messing with something he's like that's typical nick so, typical nick no it's like so i started to find a stick to prop the bike up and i'm like all right all right we got it and then i realized that my helmet light wires were a little a little too much tension coming out of the pack so i had to Ooh. fish fish a connector through the little the hole, hole the tight hole to, to give me enough you know head slack. Mo- head slack. slack so anyway slack. once i was and then it's it's hard to get the helmet on with the wires going. Oh yeah. And uh, so it was, yeah. I got fucked. Nope. Beep. Beep. <laughs> All right. So off the start, you pinballed down the first creek. We heard there was some carnage over the log. So we went. We did a couple. Like it looked like a GNCC. We did a, a left, a right, a couple S's, and then they put us all down a creek, a dry creek, and. All right, sorry, y'all. A little technical difficulty. Uh, what'd you just throw on the grill there, Nick? A pair of uh, ribeye steaks. I'm cooking two because they were a little <laughs> questionable. What uh, temperature do you like your steak? Uh, As he's digging through, I I like them uh, like a me- uh, medium rare or no, I like medium, a medium medium rare, just a little pink. I don't use a therm- thermometer. Well, you've cooked enough. You probably know what you like at this point. Yeah, I'll eat it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so you were in second all day. Um, I, I guess you, I heard you were three or four minutes back a rider most of the time. It sounds like he wasn't stretching it out on you or anything. Um, any comments about that? No, I, mean, I think I heard he had maybe an issue with his lights at one point. So that, you know. Made it, might have slowed his progress a little, but at that last race, I made some pretty gnarly mistakes with my bike and, and boogering stuff up, and so... You mean like a uh, flathead screwdriver through a gas tank? Yes, I penetrated my fuel tank, and I uh, it leaked. I, <laughs> it leaked all over my leg. <laughs> that stings. Did, did you have to throw those boots away? I, re- I, no. I saw a video of where you did it, and you had to ride over half a lap with gas spewing on your boots. Yeah, yeah, I, I was... Considering the, it's like I could catch on fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were you are an engineer. You know what happens. We're racing motorcycles covered in fuel. But uh, well, one person is. The, the, I'm just glad it wasn't August. Yeah, yeah. I, I was waiting for like the burn or something to happen, but it wasn't bad. So that crappy ethanol gas doesn't seem to burn so bad. 
All right. Oh, he's got to flip the stake. So here. Anyway, I, I was happy to keep a consistent uh, distance behind Ryder because he's, he's been, you know, last year I made him look like a kid. This year I feel like he's making me look like a washed-up old man. He's, <laughs> I mean, he, he's trained hard over the winter. He's a dedicated full-time rider. I think, you know, he's got people working on his dad, and people are helping him work on the bike. And, um, you know, I got the working man struggle just like – it's 11 central, about midnight Eastern. This oh, is, you know, bedtime. I'm usually still in the garage working on bikes. Like, really? so like I'm doing good right now, but oh. I, you know what I mean? Like, bed. yeah. But anyway, um, so what, what are you doing next, Nick? Uh, I'm actually gonna go riding tomorrow just for fun. Um, the next event is the, uh, Marquette, a race of Marquette. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, it sounds like you're headed out West for a little bit. I'm going to fly to Idaho for Sticks and Stones. Oh, cool. Um, I'm going to send a bike with the team, take advantage of that opportunity. Sticks and Stones had a really nice event last time we did it, I think two years ago. Yep. Uh, really, what made it nice is the terrain. I mean, just the, where the track is. It's a is. big mountain. It's on a ski mountain. It's a beautiful terrain. So, you know, it's it's hard to screw that up. Um, they, they, they did a decent job laying the race out, I think, this year. Hopefully they've learned some things over the, over the time, and I I kind of regret missing the next year in Virginia as a GPS guided race. Like that's going to be a badass event to attend. Um, I'm torn missing it, but I have no contracts, I have no obligations. I'm not going to win the series. I can't beat Ryder, so I'm going to do what I want and go do sticks and steps. There you go. Looks awesome. Well, I remember the last time we talked to you about that race, you talked to us about Keith Curtis bombing some downhills, and you talked about how crazy he was. And that was the first time. Well, we never heard, heard, yeah, heard of him. Yeah, he got second, right? He won. I think. Or he won it. I think. Yeah. But we'll that was go the first that. time. Yeah, so we'll yeah, I mean, I was yeah. riding in the kind of the fast pack up front. We were dicing it up. Nope. I mean, there there was stuff you could kind of rally on and, and, and roll with, and we're like riding mountain bike trail, like doing switchbacks, kind of just zigzagging down a ski slope, and all Ooh. of a sudden, Keith Curtis is just. Straight shotting down through the bushes down the ski slope, yeah. and it's just like this guy has no regard for life and limb, dude. It's <laughs> like he thinks he's on top of the snow. I don't know, man. It was impressive, a little scary, but that was my introduction to Keith Curtis. Well, so I want to talk about my highlight of the day. Someone is lapping me. Riders lap me, and I hear someone coming, and he gives me a little rev, so I'll pull over. And then I realize who it is. It's Nick. So I just hold my bike wide open as he's passing me. And then he holds his bike wide open. And I don't know if he knew it was me or not. And then all of a sudden, he roosts me and hold it wide open some more. Oh. I just I was just revving it to the moon while riding down some of the tightest single track. <laughs> you were full lying. And I was just like some National Enduro glory moves. You did. It, we went from like a little rocky section to a little grassy section, and you were just gone. And I was like, "See you, Nick. I'll see you at the camper." So, highlight of my race. Yeah, that was fun. And then, so I did. I pulled a little more from that uh, era. There's shortly after that on another lap. There's a section very, where there's very these close. Yep. there's these like big. You know, you, you just drop down the series of like large steps. I think they were probably 20 foot out, yep. about five foot down. And fairly steep faces and there were some logs knee high grass yeah 
Missouri style national enduro step downs. These weren't in a creek, but there were some creek step downs that were super nasty oh, right yes, after that. They were so yes. But so on the second to last lap, like when the lights go out like, in the dark with the lights on, all I can see is where I'm going. The tunnel per- vision. It's just tunnel vision. I freaking Full sent double down that. I don't think anybody else here. I know nobody else here did that because <laughs> uh, just anyway. It was, I, think, I think Ryder did it every Ryder lap. Told me he did it three times. I don't. I doubt it. <laughs> Five times. Maybe he did. I mean, hats off if he did it. But, I mean, I knew it was a questionable move. But I felt good about doing it. And I just thought, surely doing this will help me catch him. Because I'm saving three and a half seconds and I might die. <laughs> well, when, when you did catch me, we were off the start. Quinn was in front of me. He didn't realize he was you behind me. You came around me. You're between Quinn and I. And he was riding the course. And you were going left, going right, jumping stuff. And it was almost like you were play riding, which we've done before. And it's just like... This is awesome, and you finally got around Quinn and I, and you were gone. But I you were having that. fun. You were yeah. you were hitting like I honestly thought to myself, I really wish I had my GoPro on because watching you do some of that stuff was pretty cool. I, w- I was having fun. I had a bad start, so I was real revved up. Like I'm so much more awake at this time of the day than I am in the morning. I'm more of a night owl. Like it was 11 o'clock. I'm stoked. But uh, anyway, the uh, yeah, I was just trying to find a way around him because he's just kind of occupying the trail in front he, of me he was trail riding and I he mean, said he didn't feel good and had yeah, some no, I, issues i think i think quinn's a little under the weather and, yeah. and he's never had the fastest trail pace until we get to like the real gnarly stuff yeah. and i was rearing to go trying to get up there with rider so yeah i was left right jumping everything trying to find a way to just jump over quinn but it just i didn't quite get that much air so I'm just kinda... <laughs> all right well i think you're about to burn your steak you're gonna surpass medium so we'll wrap this up thank you nick congratulations We'll see you in the next one. See you. All right, we're here with Quinn Winsel. Third place, Nightmare, Seer Riders. Hell Mountain. Hell Mountain. Hell Mountain. Nighttime event. What'd you think, Quinn? Uh, it was uh, it was about the best it could go for me. Um, I've been uh been sick all week, so it was it was pretty rough out there. But uh, you know, it was the track was good. I had fun, um, much fun as I could, and uh, did a little battling with some guys I uh, usually don't get to battle with. So that was cool. Um, and uh, yeah, just kind of toughed it out and stuck it out and brought it home for a third. Right on. What'd you think of that Le Mans start? I liked it. I almost got the whole shot i think i was second off there uh so that was cool i like that better than 50 people blasting into one turn uh (laughs) which is super sketchy so um yeah it was kind of funny soft tires um i know he said he's like 10 seconds and i looked over and nick has his helmet off and like (laughs) he's fiddling with something i'm like oh classic well well, he actually walked by so Derek bratcher walked by and said one minute and i'm like Oh, we got it! Like everyone was just BSing and talking, yeah. and then all of a sudden he's over there with this little checkered flag. And uh, if, if they say they're starting the race at six, it's starting at six. Yeah, which yeah. hey, I appreciate, <laughs> right. no doubt. So yeah. obviously you sound a little under the weather. I was surprised, so I was in third behind you for a while, and you didn't look like you were riding like your normal self. So yeah. what's going on? I I don't know. I've just been sick all week, so <laughs> I. I uh, COVID negative for the record. I had a gnarly cough out there. Um, just your classic, like, 
head cold and heads all stuffed up so my balance was not there and I couldn't see very well so the lights didn't help and it was it is, rough. have you done much night riding I know you've done was the king of the motos it's got some night stuff which it is a different like total animal like yeah. everything shadows and trying to see the trail so that part of it um not I usually like I actually enjoy night riding a lot so that wasn't the problem the problem was just like I don't know I just I couldn't couldn't see very well I'm all congested and the bright lights made it weird and hard and uh, it was just tough to do it anything you know agile and um so yeah it was rough but it was fun what what do you think of the traction today it was like almost non-existent it was crazy i knew it was gonna be bad but but we walked it was so dry i'm like this won't be that bad and we got as soon as lap two it none no traction well and and Ryder said we interviewed him a minute ago he said yeah the first lap traction was great when i was the first bike and then after that he was like whoa yeah i mean i expected that because i know how these rocks are these limestone rocks kind of like same same rocks at ttc and uh, that's a bit slightest bit of moisture really makes them difficult but i didn't expect it to be that slippery uh it was pretty I, I thought it was my tire setup i thought i was just like running hard tires or something well, today when, when quinn passed me i surprised him was in front of you and i was in this one the one place that had moisture from the start and i was going backwards I'm like what is going on and he even flat out, ground yeah, was I, hard to get traction i found out second gear and just lug up and he came by me like i was literally going backwards so i learned from what he did so yeah that part was slick uh oh. we were in just like a pure bed or uh, limestone creek just slimy and uh yeah i saw him stuck there i was like all right clicked up a gear and <laughs> just put right the rpms so down mad. and just was like brr, <laughs> but, so yeah so what is next what uh what are you hitting next i know there's some stuff going on out west with the extreme series right now what are you gonna do um so next I, i'm gonna stay east for the remainder of the year i believe um and yeah just hit uh mad moose in two weeks and then I'll hit the rest of this year and the rest of the nationals and uh, go from there. So, Cool. Anybody need to thank? Yeah, I'd, uh, definitely uh, my mom for coming out here and helping me. Um, uh, my my team, Riehu, um, really uh, sticking behind me this year. So uh, Mark and the guys over there, uh, it's been a, you know, it's a tough year for, for manufacturers to get stuff and they're they've given me everything i needed more so um really pumped on on team riehu so thank you awesome well congratulations on third and we'll see you at the next one all right see you guys what's up guys it's will with american hard enduro um this is I'm doing an outro instead of intro here, so hopefully you guys enjoyed the interviews with Ryder, Nick, and Quinn. Obviously, they got first, second, and third at the Nightmare at Hell Mountain, the Seer Riders nighttime event. Um, obviously, the Seer Riders do it a little bit different. Uh, Gary Barr, Derek Bratcher, those guys, um, you know, they they have their vision of what they think hard enduro ought to be and it involves a night race 
It also involves a GPS event. Um, the GPS event coming up next month up in Virginia is called the River Monster. So I don't know about y'all, but that excites it, that really excites excites me. Forty miles of hard enduro following a GPS track. Um, so if you haven't done one before, I haven't done one before, um, but I'm really looking forward to it. Maybe you should check it out. Also, um, so once again, top three: Ryder LeBlanc, Nick Faringer, Quinn Wenzel. I think Jeremiah Burkhart got fourth, and I'm not sure past there. Um, both Drew and I raced the event. I've had some trouble with some lights, um, so I crashed pretty hard after I lost my headlights. So I decided to just make it to the next check and call it a night. Um, I think Drew got about seventh. Um, so he had some good battles with, uh, some good friends. And as always, the, the camping, the, the nighttime scene was a lot of fun, had a good time. Also, um, going on yesterday and today is the Prairie Dogs last dog standing out in California. That's part of the Western extreme championship, uh, through the AMA. And I know yesterday that Tristan Hart was top qualifier followed by Cody Webb and let me pull this up on my phone if my phone will cooperate I've got the um, the top 10 Tristan Hart Cody Webb Colton Haker Taylor Robert Will Riordan Max Gearston Corey Grafunder Cooper Abbott Brandon Petrie and Dustin McCarthy um, they will be doing battle all day today and also Mitch Carvel 11th got to mention him Mitch Mitch is one of the AHE OGs uh, that used to come over and ride with us when he did TKO. Hopefully he'll make it over this year. But, uh, Bryson, you got any comments about the time we had last night? Negative. No comments. So we are actually headed to Windrock Bike Park now to do a little DH. Um, can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Um, so hopefully you enjoy the podcast. Um, this one is... And all of them this season are brought to you by North Texas KTM, SLM Racing. So give those guys a follow on Instagram, on Facebook. And if you're in the market for a new bike, give them a call. They got 2022s rolling in any day now. Um, just can't wait to see what they have as far as KTM and Sherco goes. But give us a like. Give us a, a comment on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Uh, That's what helps us get up in the algorithm and get this thing in front of more people. So thank you, everyone, and we will see you out on the trail. Thanks.